0: That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave the Mentor Strength League. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask A Soccer Pro show. George, what's going on, brother? Good to see you. Good to see you. RafFaz. Raff. 35, Welcome. T. Gabrielle. Matt D'Ambrosio. 11. Welcome. Happy to see you. Happy to see you. Uh, Joe Jackson joining in. Tre- Trevor Willis. Travin. What's going on? Kayla. George dropping in the I'm in your head emojis. Early. Early and often. I appreciate that. Uh, Pogba Jr. Uh, Travin said, Quincy, it's Travin. Several fire emojis. What's going on, Travin? How's everybody doing? Serena's dropping in. Joined in. I'm excited for today. I'm excited for every every show. You guys know what it is. Matt dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Bella Soccer just dropped in. Pogba Jr. dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Everybody's spamming that heart button. T. T said she's doing well. How's everybody doing? How is everybody doing? Uh, official Nuno joining an ex-Fernan dog. T, dropping the line in your head emojis. Happy to see that as always. Yo, everybody. I am happy to see everybody. Yes. Brahim joined in. Uh, official giving me the thumbs up. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everybody. 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 You know what it is. I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of the hashtag AskASoccerPro show. We are in episode 79, I believe. AskASoccerPro. Let's let's double check. Let's go check. I got my I got my computer now working so I can. Do research on the fly, live. Answering you guys' questions, looking at what we've got going on. Uh, John Hollinger just joined in. Welcome, John. George dropped an MSL shout. And uh, shout out Todor with the dank meme. um, That's starting to catch steam and fire over here. And uh, the loyal loyal followers of the show already know what it is. It has been and will always be the MSL. And for those of you who are joining in for the first time or listening in on a replay for the first time, I'd like to welcome you to episode 79 of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show where your host, that's me, 11-year MLS pro, Quincy Ameriqua, breaks down the MSL. And those of you in the comments in the community, if you could drop some mime in your head emojis and spam the heart button or drop some MSLs down at the bottom, so everybody knows what the MSL stands for. That is the Mental Strength League. It is the mindset that you need to accomplish your goals. And here, every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, we break down the MSL and work together as a collaborative community to help each other reach our goals. So every Thursday, you have an opportunity to uh, drop your question down below and in some cases even call in and we do a little bit of mental breakdowns and uh see where the audience is at and uh, adjust the show accordingly. Last week we, we watched the uh we watched a little bit of the MLS's back tournament together on live stream and I think after I shouted out the website that I used to watch those streams when I'm not able to do it. I don't know if I don't know if we if we created it or we manifested it, but it's not working for me anymore. So hey We figure it out. I think someone else had given me a shout-out on a different website that we could use, so maybe we'll do that again in the future. But that was fun. Last week was a good time. I'm excited for this week, not because it's another week and we can discuss what's going on and what's happening in the world, and even when the world is the MSL. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, Today we're going to have a special guest joining in, um, and that is none other than – my good friend and MSL mentee, shout out D-Bab, uh, former DC United teammate Earl Edwards Jr. will be joining in. Uh, it'll be great to uh, do a couple of things. One, ask him a couple of questions about uh, Black Players for Change. He's an executive board member. I don't know if uh, if you guys joined in last week or the week before. You'd have seen that he was um, over um, on CNN he made CNN and was talking about the organization and everything that we've been we've been doing here over these last several weeks um, with the with the boys there at DC United. You see them before the protest. If you guys weren't able to catch that or see that, uh, make sure you head over to perfectsoccerskills.com. Check out the blog post covering that, the press release, and stay up to date on that. I'm I've also finally gotten a chance to get caught back up on the newsletter, my personal newsletter. Um, I know many of you are on the MSL newsletter. And have been waiting to hear back from me for a couple of weeks now I finally got updated on all the previous newsletters that I missed out on So for those of you who have um, Maybe not been able to join in live on the show And stay up to date on what's going on You stay up to date over on the newsletter The newsletter is back up and running And I think we've got what we need in place To keep that more streamlined here moving forward But um, yes, I'm, I'm excited for Earl to join in He'll join in here probably in the next 20 minutes or so. I think he's straight out of the MLS bubble. You guys can ask any and all of your questions. What up, Katie? Joined it on the live. Jamiri joined in as well, too. Uh, so you'll be able to ask Earl what it's like in the bubble, where's, where his mentality is at, and uh, any other questions you guys got there. But while we're, while we're waiting on that, John said, let's go. While we're waiting on that. Any questions that anybody has, please feel free to drop them in the question box and we'll get answering them. Uh, uh, (laughs) X Fern Dog X just said, it's just Fern Dog. Um, Loving that. Everyone's spamming the heart button. Uh, Joe Jackson said, uh, 21 weeks away from 100. I'm in your head. Uh George George said you need to start planning for episode 100. Okay, I like that. That's that's good. I like that. I like I like that. What do you guys think we should be doing for episode 100? Like what what would what would be like what should the show be or what should we do? Yeah, George said giant episode. Yeah, I like that. I guess I didn't think about that. We're almost at the century club, which is dope. T said I'm in your head double exclamation points. Um Yo, Jordan dropped in. What's going on? Emilio, welcome. Happy to see everybody making their way in. Uh, let's see. Carly Perez joined in. Uh, okay, that's a great question. That's a question for everybody as well, too. Jordan said, did anyone complete the push-up challenge? I forgot who the I forgot who had let me know. I think Benjamin was like four months in and then missed, missed a day and had to start back over. So if he joins back in. Uh, six soccer... Joining official coach, Edgar, dropped in. What's going on, Coach Edgar? I don't think I've seen you in a little while. How's, how's stuff been? What have you been up to? six Soccer also said, hey, what's good, Quincy? Um, and we got a, for our first question in here while, uh, while loving seeing the spam of the heart button. Uh, Emilio, E-M-I-L-I-O-L-E-M-A-G-N-E asks, what parts of the body do I need to work on? Do I need to be muscular to be a pro? See I could get in trouble here because you know what it is. We keep it real with you guys I have seen plenty of players who are not muscular not muscular not particularly in shape, but they ball out on the soccer field So I don't think um, Being physically fit is obviously a huge advantage and it can benefit you, but not everybody is naturally physically fit like for instance um uh, I think I've talked about Shea in the past, and I think a reason why I'm bringing him up right now is because he just recently... Uh, Shea Salinas, not only did he just score a goal at the, the tournament, I think, in like the 98th minute, um, but he also released a... did an article. I forgot who wrote the article. So I apologize for uh, the 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 writer who wrote the articles. I, I should remember his name. Um, but yeah, Shea had shared... Uh, shared his experience of what he's learned uh, since since learning more about, you know, the entire Black Lives Matter movement that's really started to be, been picking up steam. I think he was, uh, he was someone who was on the other side of the fence when it came to Kaepernick when he was kneeling. And um, since he's been doing a lot of uh, self-reflection and research, he's come to realize a lot of uh, American history and the ways in which things work that he was unaware of. So I want to give a bunch of kudos to him for... Taking the initiative to educate himself and be willing to uh, admit publicly that he might have gotten something wrong, you guys know what it is here. That's an MSL mentality. That's an MSL mindset. We're gonna make mistakes. Make mistakes. Is, mistakes as is part of the process. And I think what can get difficult in this social media world, and this you know instant access to information, is like people think that you're never gonna make a mistake, and and if you do make a mistake, you should be Blamed and chastised and drugged through the mud for the rest of your life I think I don't think anybody wants to be you know remembered for their you know For one bad decision or for being ignorant at some point in time So I think it's important that people are empathetic to each other and um, willing to willing to Willing to Understand that mistakes are part of the process and and most of the time that's when you learn the most um, cause that gives you an opportunity to grow. So, uh, yeah, went off a little bit of tension to that. But the reason why I was bringing up Shay is cause Shay is someone who's been, he's very naturally fit and, uh, he could, <laughs> he could probably chill for three months and not work out at all. And I could work out every single day and he pr- probably still beat me in the beep test. So, um, so your natural inclination to being fit, um, deter- uh, can be very, widespread based on your uh, body type Um, And you want to learn your body type what you're needing and what uh, what works best for you (laughs) Um, With that hold on one second Uh, Serena if you're I can I think I hear you on the phone and I'm hearing the feedback From myself on that and it's throwing me off Um, So if you put headphones in or uh, turn that turn it down uh, what do you think? Uh, Mario Panetta 55 said, what do you think about uh, uh, Joseph Martinez's menta- mentality. Is he good or selfish? Ooh. I don't know him. I don't know him personally, right? So I don't know him but I just know him from watching his style of play on the field and uh, What I like about his play is he is um, reckless and what do I mean by that? I believe when he's on the field, it is on the edge of being a catastrophe. And um, unfortunately, he did just recently, you know, tear. I think he tore his ACL. I don't know if he did anything beyond tearing his ACL, but I know he's rehabbing the ACL tear and the knee injury. And I guess when I when I'm seeing him play, I um, I understand that. Hunger and that desire to to push yourself in the self-belief that every single play is going to be amazing. And that's, that's it. And having a short-term memory when things don't go your way. And playing on that edge, um, it just takes just a tiny misstep, a tiny just... Half a second, split second, planting just awkwardly, and then catastrophe can happen, and that's what resulted in his his knee injury. But because of how he plays and because of his mentality and how he approaches it, um, that's why he's accomplished – he, in my opinion, has accomplished such a great feat in such a short period of time. It'll be very interesting to see how he bounces back from this injury, and, and then from that, I could definitely – maybe give a better assessment on what I believe uh, about his mentality specifically um, because, you know, I think that the, the toughest, the toughest test of a player is how they react and come back as a result of a like catastrophic injury, a big injury like that. Um, you know, it, it's very, very difficult to do. Um, most players all, always come back from injury, but, um, Not many come back and still can maintain or tap back into that same mindset. So I'll be interested to see how he's able to do that Um, When you say is he good or selfish? I I don't necessarily think that's the best way to pit it like um, As a forward you need to be selfish at certain times or you need to be selfish in certain ways Um, I think he does it he does a good job to to do what's necessary to be considered a, a very valuable and needed striker. Um, ooh, falling behind on, on the stuff, but that's all good. Uh, no context. Dylan joining in. What's up, brother? Happy to see you joining in. Uh, uh, I am. Um, I'm excited and looking forward to once we're getting you up here on the live streams. Uh, for those of you who don't know, no context. Dylan is joining on as a uh, official Perfect Soccer gamer streamer, and he'll be going on our account here more regularly. I think Katie's helping him get set up with everything um, so he can be good to go. Send him some of that Perfect Soccer merch. Let's see that? Yee, yee. Uh, Caleb underscore ck13 asks, "How long did it take you to get to the major leagues?" Well, I went pro at 21, and I started playing soccer at three. So what is was that? Yeah, yeah, 17, 18 years. It took 18 years uh, to do that. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Taya, Taya said, her name is spelled, T- uh, like the hyphenation over the E. I'm gonna try to remember that, Taya. Um uh no context said I need the hoodie for sh- for sure. Um let's see George dropping the I'm in your head emoji and <laughs> I love love seeing that guys. Um, let's see what we got here. And yo yo shout out um oh man the creator for uh what is, uh, Nino? Nino? Zizzo? Nino Zizzo. I think that's uh, S- Sal Zizzo's brother making the graphic there. Um, let's see what we got here. Let's see. Uh, okay, Emilio. Oh, I think followed up saying so being smart is better than being muscular to use your body. I mean It's a huge advantage and I'm working on it I heard this quote that if speed of play is good, then it won't have to be as physical correct so um, Using your mind is better than using your body because your mind's gonna last you way longer than your body or at least Theoretically right more times than not your your mind uh, will ask outlast your body um, so that's why a lot of our focus here on the show and what we talk about regularly, weekly, is how to improve the mentality, how to understand yourself, and how to tap into the three S's of self-awareness. You know, the first three steps, of the AmeriCorps process, the MSL mentality, and those of you who have yet to listen to that, that talk, uh, make sure you head over to perfectsoccerskills.com SSS. Someone could tag that or type that out so I can tag it below. Make sure you, you guys go and listen to that because... Developing your skill set of self-awareness is going to be the largest determining factor to your success uh, Applying the first three steps in the miracle process is, is the most crucial most important. That's the foundation of The I'm in your head mentality because you got to remain in your own head and be aware of yourself and your limited belief system. We're trying to expand our minds out here And maintain that expansion and that mental stamina. The uh, Lucas said, DC was looking messy, missing a missing a certain striker. Uh, let me see. A uh, little wink, winky face. Yo, you know what? For that one, that's a good transition. Yo, shout out, uh, Bald Eagle. Oh, man, I can't see up there. Bald Eagle, 78, uh, was getting ready to watch the first official kickoff game of DC United. Um, asking, I think, let me switch that up. Asking, uh, not quite kickoff, but plan. Uh, yeah, but we're planning. How far on earth did this happen so close to kickoff? Why was Toronto on delay getting to Orlando, and why is Quincy still not on our roster? Um, then added DC United and uh, MLS is back. These are great questions. These are great questions, and we gotta we gotta get answers. We we demand answers. Um, Emilio asked, what, uh, does it matter what age you start playing soccer? Uh, I I guess it oh, – that's a good question. So it depends on what your goal is, and I don't believe the age at which you start soccer matters. Uh, it, it can be extremely influential as to how much time you have to accomplish your goals depending on what your goals are. But that's great for um, – so Isaiah um, Isaiah Carter over on Twitter Um Shout out Isaiah. He said, so I'm 38 years old. So I'll read it. I'll switch back and forth so you can see. Oh, let me get close. So I, a 38-year-old man, am trying to get back into shape. And I'm doing so by getting into playing soccer. Never played professionally before or on any level for that matter. What at perfect? Uh, would at Perfect Soccer be a good resource for me, brother? And uh, obviously I got back to him. Uh, my response was, "Yes, sir. It's a great resource for players of every age at every level. I'd recommend you make a Perfect Soccer Team membership account by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash login account. Uh, those of you who already have a Perfect Soccer Team membership, s- drop drop something in the c- drop a soccer ball or a, a fire emoji. Uh, let me know uh, if you guys like the account. If you're using your account, what you're getting away, what you're taking away from the account. But uh, to um, Amelia's point when he's asking doesn't matter what age you start playing soccer. Nah, man It doesn't um, We're here to help educate everyone at every level at every age and Isaiah Decided at 38 years old that he wants to get into soccer. He wants to he wants to learn the beautiful game he wants to get in shape and uh, our perfect soccer team membership is a great place to start for him and anybody else who's not only wanting to get into shape get better and um, just for themselves personally. Also for those of you who want to get to the professional level, the college level, your youth team, don't matter. I think the Luca, I think you're still in here as well too. Uh, been using a lot of what he's learning in our training center and our books and resources to get multiple team offers, which was which is great to see. Uh, Joe Jackson dropping the fire emoji with the soccer ball because he is maximizing his membership account. Um, which is which is great to see, and love seeing you guys engage over on Twitter. Like I said, it's a bit easier for me to uh, manage uh, the mentions and stuff over there than Instagram. A lot of this a lot of the um, comments get lost with the like system and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, uh, Osman underscore M E K I seven said hello. What's going on, man? Uh, Pogba Jr. said underscore P O. P-O-G-B-A Jr. Um, said, I'm 19 and I'm thinking of trying out for a team next year, but I'll be 20 at that time. So I'm hoping it goes well for me. Well, you got a year to prepare and uh, I've seen some amazing things happen in in, in less than a year. So utilize, creed in that account. Um, definitely listen to the three S's of self-awareness so you can start building out a plan um, to understand where you are and create something for where you want to go. Yo, what's up? Uh, Aaron Flowers dropping in. Shout out, Aaron. Um, Aaron and I went to college together. Man's is out here killing it as a podiatrist. Um, Aaron, what's uh, what's your official position title? Where are you at now? Um, let's see. Uh, Lucas said, just came back from training and have another one tomorrow. The grind don't stop. I'm in your head. Emojis, love that. Uh, Ostman said tips for wingers. Um, if you head to slash YouTube and then you go and search there, you can type in um, any keywords, uh, tips for wingers, confidence, any of that stuff, and all of our uh, videos that we've posted over there for free um, will pop up and you can um, download that massive knowledge. Uh, Johnny Test 101 said the nearest club is two hours away. It's the only way to get scouts to notice me, but it's too far. What do I do? Too far for what? Too far for what? You're trying to make it pro one day. You're trying to make a college team. Like, what are your goals? You know, if 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 club is the, you know, if if that's the only way for you to get scouted and get to the next level, then you gotta figure out a way to make that work. You know, maybe you're taking a bus and taking that bus is gonna take you four hours one way and four hours the next. If you're on the bus for four hours going there, then what are you researching and doing while you're on the bus? What types of technical things can you work on while on the bus and getting there so you're you're maximizing your time? Like, I think, you know, I talk about it a lot. Uh, it is not going to be easy and it's, and it's, there's difficulties for everyone in their own way um, uh, what you've got to do is figure out how to tap into making your difficulties your temporary problems a, a strength for you in the long run you see that as an opportunity, a test can you, can you overcome the obstacle that's currently in your in your way and are you committed to figuring out a way to make it work for yourself that's, that's what you got to do and those are tests to see if you actually really want it as much as you say you do Yep Let's see Uh Aaron said Reconstructive foot and ankle trauma surgery Um So if you guys are trying to If you guys are needing to be taken care of My man's Has got your Not your back but your ankles and your feet Uh 327 With 5050 podcast Joined in what's going on brother I definitely don't know if I'm saving that, pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Justin Pennypacker said, My boy Quincy. I like the avi man with the glasses. Um, Forge FC joined in. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Amelia said, Sorry for so many questions. Hey, listen. That's what I'm here for. If, you, if you're t- here to tap in and tune in and you got questions, um, I'm happy to answer. Uh, especially if you... Then go and do your own research. Create yourself a perfectsoccerskills.com account. Watch the three, the three S's of self awareness. Um, you know, if you put in the work, I'm willing to put in the work and uh, share my time with with you. So, uh, okay. So, if your goal is to become a, so if your goal is to become a pro player, is it worth going to college? I have something to fall back on. Good. If your goal is just soccer, um, I'm in the camp of. The likelihood that you become a pro is so low that it is. Um, the likelihood that you become a pro is so low that I think it's in the best interest of the largest number of players to go to college. Um, and this is coming from someone who believes that you can learn anything at college on your own on the computer. I'm huge on, you know, YouTube research, Google research, forum research. Uh, reading books and educating yourself self-education is the most important important thing but uh, the experience the college experience is something that you can't you can't read in a book and i think it's very valuable i also think old world and by old world i mean previous generation they value college education very highly and if you don't have if it's between you and someone else and you guys are equally qualified you both are good at what you do uh, on paper you're exactly the same but the only difference is one person has a degree and the other person doesn't that's going to be the that's going to be the, the 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 deciding factor in most cases. That's the coin flip, and I know many people don't like that. And we talk about you know the world is unfair. We and I say it again: the world is unfair. We all know it's unfair, um, but you have to be equally as unhappy when it's unfair in your favor as when it's unfair not in your favor. And uh, I think that's a difficult place for most people to get to mentally, which is why uh, many people don't accomplish the goals that they're setting out for themselves. But those are good questions. Uh, For me, I believe you can do both. And you just gotta, you have to figure out how to do both for yourself. And if you believe so heavily in yourself that you don't believe that you need to go to college, fully understand what that decision is. Because if it doesn't work out, if it doesn't work out, you are putting yourself in a much more difficult situation when soccer eventually ends. Because here's the thing that's most important. Soccer will end one day. Hopefully you can play until you're 40 years old and retire and haven't had a great career. But most people, that is not how it pans out. Okay, And uh, most careers, you're grinding from contract to contract to make enough money to make ends meet. And that's what it is to be a pro player. So. You know, if while you're on that grind, you're not educating yourself on how to manage your contracts, manage your money, invest in yourself, invest in your business, invest in your future. Um, regardless if you make it pro or not, you're not setting yourself up for success in the long term. And that's what we're—that's what we talk a lot about here. That's what I try my best to share with everybody. Because um, I'm not trying to lie to you guys about what it what it takes to make this work. But yo, we see. Earl, oh the
1: man, the man, the myth, the legend. What up? It's it's been a minute, everyone. I know I've been MIA. Tuning back in. Yes, <laughs> very MIA, but for good reason. But yes, for, sir. For, what? maybe
0: give us a give us an update, bro. What's been going on in your world? I know I'm happy to see you. I know everybody else is well.
1: Uh, update overall. I think uh, the last. I'll, I guess I'll go from. Uh, the start of start of quarantine, I guess. I took quarantine in stride and used used it to my advantage to to elevate different aspects of my game. Uh, and then coming out of that, that was that was a lot of uh, a lot of work mentally and physically. Uh, coming out of that, obviously, I had to hone in on getting more specific in preparation to returning to play. Um, since then, uh, about a month ago. Uh, you, myself, and other members of the MLS, Black Players came together and we started that Black Players for Change organization. Um, that's taken up a ton of our time. It's been a ton of work, a lot of rewarding work. Finally starting to see a lot of that come to fruition. Um, I think you and I, along with many other members have been reaping rewards uh, for the work we've been doing uh, along the way as well. But um, yeah, so that's something that's that's been taking up a lot of time and effort. And, uh, yeah, now we're down in here for this MLS's back tournament, enjoying that as well. So, uh, plate's full, but I'm enjoying it. Love that. I love that. See, so much better than me at giving,
0: like, a direct, like, condensed version update that doesn't take an entire hour.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, your your condensed is a little different than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: No, but I I love that. So, for those who maybe this is your first time tuning in, uh, Earl has been um, down in the MSL for what has this been? How long has it been now?
1: In the MSL, yeah. Uh, you are probably coming up on like fourteen months. Yeah, a little over a year, right? I mean, what do you want to go from your initial crazy comments when I blew you <laughs> off, or from when I reengaged with you three months down the road, four months down the road? So let's let's
0: let's say the whole let's say the whole thing. My, minus the four, minus the three months.
1: Okay, okay. So yeah, we're we're probably coming up on 13, 14 months now. Fourteen months. Okay. No, right. that's
0: that's good. So then, setting context for everybody within in the audience. Um, yeah, Earl and I have been working together just on the MSL mentality, breaking it down to uh, Earl's really been helping me to better refine. Um, the mentality and break it down so that we can make it more consumable and digestible for everybody. So he's been extremely invaluable in that process. Um, shout out the DBAB mentality, which is a brain trap brain child uh, of the MSL mentality mindset, but I'm, I'm loving the, the don't be a baby. And uh, I love thinking of brain child. I, I pulled this from uh, what you had shared with the group in terms of the brain trust um, yeah. and and people understanding what it is, and how we're building and creating, investing in our brain trust. And um, yeah, I love the mentality, man. I love the DBAP mentality. I love the focus. I, I love watching the. I've loved watching the evolution of of your mentality and your approach to the game, just just approach to just the business of the game, both on and off the field. Um, the last time you joined us on the show. And uh, we were discussing kind of your mentality. It was kind of the evolution of how you you got to got to a point in time where you were able to recognize when you're being selfish, when you were limiting yourself with your personal self belief system. And since that time, now the let's say the second phase of that process, how has that evolution been for you? What are you what have you what have you learned as a result of having that kind of heightened level of awareness now
1: yeah i think uh i think that's still very much so ongoing process and you and i have uh everyday conversations where there's times i'm having conversations with people um or uh talking to you about something that happened in training something that's going on on the business side of things um or just how i communicate with uh family members whatever it is but we're having conversations on a daily basis where um there's constant room for uh self-assessment and improving. improving um so i still think that's an ongoing thing but i think uh given that ongoing approach and understanding that it's constant progress from where i was uh the last time we spoke was actually in pre-season um actually this is this is interesting interesting so having that conversation in preseason uh was good in my understanding and my uh work ethic going into the off season and then going into preseason I thought I was really prepared. Um and what it came down to I was really happy with my preseason, came out of preseason, I had a meeting with my coaches and it kinda came down to like, hey, you did great, you made phenomenal strides, we could tell you're very serious. Uh your fitness is where it needs to be everything. But you're not making the jump that you want to make and you're still where you are in the pecking order. Yeah. Um so for me, I'm like, okay, understood. I appreciate the feedback. Um, and MSL or not, DBAB or not, like, that feedback can still uh, affect you in the moment. And mm-hmm. it's something that I had to take in, understand. It's like, damn, like, I, I thought I had done enough, um, but I didn't. And I got that honest feedback. And it's not that that doesn't hurt, but it's still taking that negative feedback and using it as motivation and, and turning it into a positive. So uh, funny enough, uh, I didn't get that bump um, th- different things happened, injuries occurred, um, was able to move up in the pecking order, um, was excited to one way or another have earned or got into the position that I was in at that point. Uh, and then COVID hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was like, a- and I remember you calling me and saying like soon after that happened, like, uh, man, I really, I, I really felt for you in that moment. And I'm like, yeah, like, it was crazy cuz uh i had been working so hard for it finally got there i moved up uh, moved up the spot and things were looking uh better and better you know things were improving and then something completely out of everybody's control hits and it's like okay well now the season's not even happening uh so i had a ch- I had a choice to make at that point and it was um you know and i think a lot of people took a break took a vacation uh People took uh, quarantine and COVID many different directions. And for me, I kind of dove into uh, my wife and I started working out together. Um, I started reading a lot more. And I try to make sure I try to stay as much in a routine as I could, um, understanding that what I did in the offseason, coming back as serious and as prepared as I did, wasn't good enough. And I didn't know how long this quarantine was going to be. And initially, to be honest, like a lot of us thought it was going to be two, three, four weeks. Yeah. So I took it as like, dang, okay. Like, I wish there was no break at all. I was in a good spot. But now I have two, three, four weeks. How much can I improve my game uh, without anyone seeing in my organization? So when I come back, I'm that much better. Um, and that was my approach, thinking it was going to be two, three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those four weeks go by, and it's like, well, dang, I've made improvements uh but we're not coming back and now it looks like it's going to be another 3 weeks and i just kept approaching it that way of like okay well now what can i improve from here um and so a lot of the attention i put in early on was like my fitness and my weight specifically so uh to be specific uh i was a guy that was typically around like anywhere from 11 to 13% body fat generally throughout my career I ended up getting down to like ten five coming into that preseason it felt really good looked really good and they want keepers in like the 9 to 11 percent range and that's just kind of where they felt it was comfortable uh, mind you this information is coming from sports scientists and people that have never played the position so yeah for, <laughs> yeah. for me that's another conversation <laughs> so and I understand, like, they're coming from a place of, like, if you get too thin, like, it could be detrimental hitting the ground without any, like, fat on your body, whatever. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But I've never been a guy that's been under 9%, so I don't know what it feels like, and obviously neither do they, and they're not goalies. Yeah. So I kind of took it upon myself to, like, let me get to that extreme, since I've been on the other end of your talking extremes, and they're saying 9 to 11. I played at 13, so I'm, I, I kind of took it upon myself initially to be like, okay, what can I do to uh, fitness wise to push myself to a new, to a new level. So I got myself down to 8%, uh, which was a grind and took a lot of time. And, uh, that, those two, three, four weeks, uh, I wanted to focus on my weight and, and chop down on that. And I probably got somewhere in the nine range. Um, and it took me the additional, uh, eight weeks. I ended up having two months. I ended up having to get that last percent off to get down to eight. Cause, um, uh, I've shared this with Quinty but for everyone listening, I think I've gotten as high as 14 18%. I got to 18% at one point in my career. And getting from 18 to 14 uh was a challenge and getting from 14 to 10 was a challenge, but getting from 10 to 8 was the hardest thing I've I've had to do. Um that extra 2% of going from like uh high level to elite in terms of fitness, what well, is is the, the hardest thing to do. And I think that's where I was finally able to push myself to, but it took a routine and a mentality over uh, and consistency over the, the course of the quarantine for me to get there. Um, and then with that, as I felt I was getting there, I understood like, I thought we were coming back after eight weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I thought, I, I think I've done well here. This is great. And then uh, I ended up having a conversation with you, and I was like, man, I, I did really well on my fitness, and I wish I added aspects to my game. And I think I lost uh, – I didn't take full advantage of the time I had in quarantine. As much as I did on my well on my fitness, I didn't feel I took full advantage. And then at this point, when it got pushed back another four weeks, then it was really starting to turn in like, oh, this is advantageous. Yes. Every time this gets pushed back, I can – develop something in my game where i'm going to become a better and better and better player um so once i had that conversation with you and then i realized like oh i'm actually having an additional four weeks um you and i was good because that we were able to talk about it because instead of going out in what i wanted to work on specifically was uh my sidewinder out of my hands and striking balls with my left foot Uh, So for everyone listening, uh, I was glad I was able to talk to Quincy. So instead of going out and hitting 200 balls a day, trying to make up for the time I thought I had lost, uh, we refined it together saying like, okay, what's something I could do every day uh, where I won't run risk of injury and uh, it'll just leave me hanging of wanting to do more reps than than what I'm capable of doing. So I was cutting myself off, which is another – uh, it's funny because it's one of those things of like, well, the more reps you do, the better you could be. Uh, and one that could be true as long as the quality is good. But uh, cutting myself off was also took a massive amount of discipline. So each day I could hit 20 sidewinders and 20 balls with my uh, left foot. So 20 sidewinders, you think if I hit, miss hit like, so I would do them in groups of uh, of groups of five. So, I would hit five at a time, five with my left foot, five sidewinders, five with my left foot. So, if my, if my last set, if I mishit three sidewinders out of five in my last set, I, it's, and you, if you guys put yourself in my position in that, you know, you almost forget about the last 15. You have your last set of five. Say your first two you hit well and the last three you hit horribly. You don't want to go home on that, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the discipline, but the discipline to cut yourself off. Knowing that, like I'm fresh enough to keep doing this, but yes. the discipline to cut yourself off is something that uh, was hard for me to do. Um, yeah, you know, I, I will lie. The first few weeks, I'm like, I'll just hit one or two. Actually, let me just get one. Let me hit. Let me hit twenty-one. Let me hit twenty-one or twenty-two. You know, like you just yeah. just one sweet one, just one sweet one to finish, and then I would close out. But uh, over time, I started realizing that actual discipline of like, I don't care what it is, you get 20. One, it heightens your focus to make sure those 20 are clean every time. And two, if you do hit, miss it a few, you, your eagerness to come out and do it the next day, it allows you to sustain uh, the motivation to do it over a long period of time. Um, and I noticed a lot of people would think, oh, I need, I don't know what the rules are. You need 10,000 reps. You know, there's all those different yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, concepts of how many reps you need and how much time needs to be spent to get something down. And I'm telling you, I did 20 reps a day for probably three or four weeks just working on my sidewinder, and I'm very comfortable now in the middle of a training session between drills just picking a ball up and picking a guy out 50, 60 yards away uh, over guys through traffic, whatever it is, um, a level of comfort I never had. Um, And it took me uh, three weeks of dedication to get there, four weeks of dedication to get there. Um, And it was just a matter of consistency, and now striking a ball with my left foot. I have no problem. Uh, in drills and whatnot, um pushing a ball with my left foot and trying to strike it cross field whatever it is, and not to say that it 's perfect, same thing with my side or not to say that it 's perfect, but neither is my right foot striking off the ground i 'm never going to be perfect with that either um, but I have the confidence now where I could do it, and uh uh I have a base where if I miss hit something, I understand why because i 've been do i 've been going through the reps and i and I think um yeah, I took the quarantine in stride and whether it was my weight or technique and adding levels to my game, I think it was something that I'm definitely seeing uh fruits of my labor. I'm loving that, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that that's that that's an MSL D
0: mentality. Yo, <laughs> yeah, and everybody, yo, Earl just dropped a hell of gems on everybody's <laughs> heads right now. He's giving you guys the keys. He's mm-hmm. giving you guys the keys. So I think what's uh So a couple things. What's very interesting to me is seeing your openness to sharing the secrets to success, right? And that uh, evolution over time because you get to a a point where you realize that people aren't going to do the work even if they know what work you need to do to be successful.
1: Yeah, and I'm getting that you're saying uh, I'm glad you're being open with your work because a lot of people are selfish with that thinking – you know, uh, I got the secrets. I don't want to share my secrets. Uh, uh, I know a lot of people probably well, probably watch the Michael Jordan documentary and he like threatened his trainer to never work with anybody while he was uh, in the league. I think uh, that was a lot of uh, time constraints as well, but there was a lot of things they did that Michael didn't want out in the open. Um, and a, another part of the MSL Debab mentality that we've broken down is when you when you find ways to be successful, one, share that with people um, even your, your counterparts or enemies, however you want to look at it because um, once they know what you're doing to be successful, you have to find another way to gain an edge um, so sharing this knowledge with whoever the heck sees it, if you're someone I'm going to be competing with great, and I'll see what you're doing and now I'll, it'll force me I'll see that you're doing the same thing I'm doing and I'll realize it's no longer good enough for us to be doing the same thing and I'll have to find a new way to improve my game um, to continue to have a competitive edge. So sharing that stuff is something we've always said. Like, Once you get to a point of feeling successful, share it with people and once they... Uh, catch up or expose flaws in it, it'll only force you to find new ways to level up. So, um, yeah, being candid and open is something that's also a part of the deep have in MSL. It is, and yo, uh,
0: I see John Hollinger down here saying he loves that. I know John is uh, an aspiring uh, goalkeeper. I think, John, you're on uh, – Are you, were you with uh, Loudon last? I know John's favorite uh, of the AmeriCorps process – is uh is teamwork equals dream work so uh i know he's been he's been absorbing every single ounce of information and wisdom you've been you've been sharing on the account over time so Mm -hmm. i know he's loving that
1: Uh, (coughs) what were you seeing there what what am i scrolling through you see me scrolling uh (laughs) i'm looking at uh emilio asks how do you lower your body fat and does it have to do with your weight and diet um which is a good question because I, I think everyone's, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but physiology is, is very different and what you put into your body affects people differently. And I think that was a lot of trial and error for me. Um, so there was a couple things that I've just found really work for me. Um, so one, uh, the amount I eat. So there was, that was a big part of it. And it wasn't, uh, yes, I was trying to eat healthier, Um, but on the flip side, it was more focusing on like, just don't eat to the point where you're like painfully full, (laughs) which is like, it seems, it seems so simple, but once you start doing that of like, okay, I think I'm, I've eaten enough as opposed to like, oh, I'm stuffed that I can't get up. Uh, as you start doing that, like now as I'm eating, I feel myself getting to that stuffed point, like very, uh, after eating much uh, less than I used to eat in the past. Yep. Um, so that helped. And then uh, this is a little tip I'll give everybody, um, and I truly believe in it. And it's definitely, like, seems like cheating to me. Um, mm-hmm. What I ended up doing was uh, a couple guys in our team have gone vegan, uh, something I don't believe I'll – I, I don't even have interest in doing it. And the only reason I would do it would be to like challenge myself to see if like to last 30 days or something, but I don't, uh, it's not something I, I feel passionate about or, or that I need to get to a next level or anything. Uh, but with that being said, I understood that like if I'm a guy that loves cheeseburgers and like Buffalo chicken sandwiches and I'm going through the frozen food section and there's these vegan chickpea options of like a buffalo chicken sandwich or these Beyond Meat burgers and there's, uh, vegetarian options for this stuff, I'm like, wait a second, so it doesn't taste that far off, it's a vegetable base, and, uh... If if you if, And if you propose this to a vegan, they're like, that's not even healthy. Like, a vegan's looking at you like you're crazy. And I'm looking at them like, yeah, but it's not a greasy red meat burger, and it's not a fried buffalo chicken sandwich. So <laughs> for me, that's what I started doing. Honestly, I would just go find things that I loved that were made in a vegan uh, frozen food section, and I started eating that stuff. And not to say that I gave up stuff that I loved as well, um, but I would focus on eating stuff like that, especially uh, – for lunches after I would train uh, finding these like vegan replacements. Um, So, my body was probably getting like significantly more nutrients and uh, vegetables than I was before. I'm still eating things like my, it does, like I said, eventually you, uh, you get used to it. So even the taste difference from the beginning wasn't that that big of a difference. And then I end up enjoying it. Cause it's like a Buffalo chicken sandwich. And uh, so that was like the cheat code that I found. I'm like, wait, I can have all the things I like. I found this little cheat where it's like a vegan option. Um, And my body, I think when I first started doing that, I dropped four pounds in a week. Um, And that's like no exaggeration whatsoever. I started stepping on the scale and I was like, whoa, like I found my cheat code. And again, that was for me and it it did work uh, significantly for me. And, um, you know, there's other pieces of it, cutting out bread here and there and, and other sides as well. But I think the biggest thing I can point to is finding these cheats and these vegan, frozen vegan options of things that I love. I love
0: that. No, Emilio said, thank you. That's amazing. So much good info. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, And uh, before you had joined on, I was to your point, you said the same thing, which is great because I said, it depends on your physiology and how you are. I was talking about Chez Salinas um, Mm -hmm. and his physiology and how he could not run at all for three months and still be Mm -hmm. in a beat test, even if I'm training every single day, right? So, yeah. yeah, So it was, I mean, the... I think most people will fully understand that this show will end up repeating itself till the end of time because the, the key to success is consistency, right? Yeah. And the the truth is true whether you believe it or not. So no, that's great because through trial and error, you find what works for you and then you can dial down and drill in, right? So no, I'm, I'm loving that and everybody everybody's loving that. I've seen everybody spamming the heck out of that hard button. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you guys got any more questions, for Earl, we've got eight more minutes before uh, we the show is done and we're we're done with that. Uh, no context. Dylan said the lads. Oh, uh, I'll need to connect you with um, with No Context Dylan. He he's going to be helping us do the perfect soccer gamer account. So he's, oh, nice. he's got, yeah. So he's going to help us on the TikTok side and then start doing with uh, the daily streams because nice. he's he's killing it on the FIFA side. I think we got him. Uh, playstation so we got to get you a playstation as well yeah i still gotta get one (laughs) uh yeah uh okay so no i love that and then i i always end up being selfish because i'm just asking you questions for myself but i'm thinking about like where everybody's at and hmm, let's let me think okay well so first more or more importantly congratulations you made it onto cnn bro we're just, we're just talking about like, yeah, soccer training and all this, but i like, I think, I think everyone will be mad at me if I'm not asking you like, what was it like to be on CNN? How was that? Uh, how was that process? What was that experience like? In, um what, what are you excited about here moving forward with the Black Players for Change organization?
1: Yeah, um, I would say first you're shorting me because I was on ESPN too. Uh. <laughs> Yo, facts. <laughs> um, and yeah, and being on both was a really interesting experience because uh, I got to watch both of them back, and then I understand the audience like you watch it on TV. Um, and it's the behind the scenes is very different, uh I think, in general, but especially during like COVID. So uh, for ESPN, we were always like on a media hub where. Uh, we were social distanced, and uh, so what you see on TV on um, the ESPN was uh, was four uh, squares, and it was uh, Justin Morrow in one, Ray Gaddis in another. Uh, L. Duncan, uh, the person interviewing us and then myself and another one. Uh, and it looks like we're probably all, I don't know, somewhat near each other or whatever, but instead we're like completely in different buildings. I just have bright lights and a camera and I can't see anybody else. And I have an earpiece in where I can just hear, um, I can't see myself. I have no idea what I look like, like anything. So, uh, there's no like real time feedback of like what's going on on the screen. Uh, so that's just a little insight into the background, but, um, It was good. Anyone that saw the ESPN one, it was, uh, I obviously had a little nerves early on in that one. And, um, not that it was a first time experience, uh, doing interviews or being on TV, but the gravity of the moment, uh, was definitely a first time experience, uh, speaking on behalf of black players in our league and on behalf of black players for change, our organization, I understood the gravity of it. Um, And while there were nerves early on uh, processing that, I I was able to, I was also caught off guard by one thing or another, but I was able to reset, was able to debab and kind of get back into uh, the moment and process things uh, on a a faster level and was able to respond to questions uh, more fluidly than I did the initial one. Uh, But yeah, it was a good experience and I was happy I was able to speak on our behalf and and share a little insight as to what we're doing, uh, why I'm involved specifically, and uh, what our goals are here moving forward. And then CNN was another interesting one where I'm doing a Zoom call on my laptop in my room. And same thing, I can't see anything except for myself actually on my screen. Um, similar thing. I'm thinking like my head can be fully seen, but they can't see my shirt. I'm like, it was, it was an interesting, uh, dynamic, just not understanding like where the camera stands. Uh, yeah. So there was the behind the scenes is interesting, I guess, in my opinion, but, uh, it was good. Again, another opportunity to speak on behalf of our organization and what we're trying to do as black people in this league to, uh, fight systemic racism, uh, in the MLS and, uh, in the country as a whole.
0: No, I love that in, uh, yeah, it's just, it's been a trip, man. It's, uh, a lot has happened in the course of 2020 so far, huh?
1: Yeah, a lot. And I think it's been a year that, uh, it's one of those years. I think when you look back, you know, I think, uh, older generations always have stories, whether it's war stories or historical moments or where they were when, you know, Martin Luther King gave his, I have a dream speech or whatever, or. Uh, My dad, specifically after our protest, was telling me where he was and what he was doing when uh, the 1968 uh, Olympics protests happened. Uh, And I think this will be a year as a whole that with our children and grandchildren and uh, younger generations, a year that will speak to the experiences we had during COVID Um, and for myself and I think yourself as well. Uh well, my myself in terms of what I was able to develop in my game, I think will be something I'll never forget. Uh, but I think uh, organizing the Black Players for Change organization, and and uh, digging into that and and starting to put systems and processes into place where we can really affect change in terms of the racial issues in our country. I think this will be a year that we reflect on for the rest of our lives and and share with the with people of younger generations. And it's yeah. It's it's been a great year, I think.
0: Yeah, bro, I I, I think so too.
1: And I'm I'm you know i
0: have been more than happy to be a part of it with you, man. I've been really proud of the work that you've been doing. Just you know, on the personal development side for yourself, the mentality side, both on and off the field, and then more importantly, just the things that you know at large, man. Like mm-hmm. I don't think we'll fully be able to grasp what it is that we're working on and doing here until yeah. you know, some time passes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think in the moment, just being grateful for the opportunity and the people along the way and having good people around me. And you're one of the, you're one of those people, man. And I, and I've just, I've respected you a lot and I appreciate, um, yeah, I appreciate you, man. And I'm, I'm proud of you and I'm, I'm happy to have you a part of the, the perfect soccer MSL community. I know everybody, everybody's over here spamming the hell out of the heart button, which is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're able to, to, to drop by today and give us a bit of an update, and. Uh,
1: yeah. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to chime in quick before we get, I know we're the clock's ticking uh, exactly. and turning into a little, a little bromance here real quick, but I think, uh, I think uh, to reciprocate the appreciation without going through the MSL and developing the d mentality out of it, out of it, uh, I wouldn't have been able to make uh, the strides I have in my game, the strides I've made as a person and been able to, uh, become the player I am right now and will be in the future. And I don't think I'd be able to affect the change for the black community uh, on the level that I am today if I hadn't gone through this process. So thank you to you and everyone that's been tuning in. Just know that buying into this system, um, I hope I can be a clear example of the, of the fruits of the labor of buying into the MSL uh, mentality and, and what it can provide for, for yourself and others.
0: Awesome, man. No, I love that. And before we get like super sappy and cry <laughs> live and, and, uh, uh, <laughs> and everybody, maybe we'll save that for the, for the next episode, man.
1: Yeah, but, definitely. I'll have to come on for a longer period of time. This MLS is back schedule. We're all over the place. We had dinner at 930 tonight. Uh, but yeah, I'm bro. happy I could hop on.
0: No, it's all good, man. I'm glad you're able to stop by. I know the community was happy to have you. I've mm-hmm. got a minute here left, so I'm cool. going to kick you out so I make sure I save it. But I appreciate Perfect. you stopping by, bro.
1: Yeah, of course. Good to see everyone. I'm glad I got to answer some questions. I'll see you guys soon. Later, brother. Later.
0: All right. Huge shout out to Earl for that. As you guys know, we got thirty seconds left here. Um, he dropped some massive gems on everybody. Um, I'm glad that he that he came in for everybody who's down in the MSL, rocking that MSL mentality. Please drop in them. I'm in your head emojis. Um, I appreciate everybody who's been in the community. Send in your questions. Send them over on Twitter. Subscribe over on YouTube, create your Perfect Soccer Team membership account. And I will see everybody here next week, same time as always, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. If you guys can go ahead and shout us out, share us and tag us and share us with a friend. Um, I'll see everybody next week. And as always, I'm in your head. Let's <laughs> go.